With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Lorraine Ballard Morrill. You know, the first time I ever had a camp experience was as a Girl Scout. I had never done overnight camp. I'd really never had much contact with nature. And that experience was unforgettable. I had an opportunity to breathe fresh air, probably for the first time in my life. And to be able to see what it's like to be out in nature, it was a wonderful experience, and I learned so much. Well, these days, you have many, many choices of where you can go to camp. And joining us in the studio is someone who's going to give us a little bit of guidance about some of the things we need to look out for. Andy Pritikin is former president of the American Camp Association, Liberty Lake Day Camp in Columbus, New Jersey. Nice to see you. Thank you so much for coming. Hey there, Lorraine. Nice to be here. And yeah. You know, I think it's important for kids to get out and breathe that fresh air. I I think that in today's world that really people are looking for two main things for camp. One is outdoors, right? And then two goes along with one, which is away from screens. Yes, yes. (laughs) I can speak as a parent. My kids all grown up now, but we always struggled every summer to figure out the right camp for him. So I wonder if you can kind of give us an idea of what are some of the criteria that parents should look out for in selecting a camp? All right. Well, the, you know, the big thing you mentioned overnight camp, resident camp, and that is truly like the real camp. You know, we day camp people can only hope to simulate overnight camp, but most of Many of us do a very good job in doing that. So I think the big choice is day camp or resident camp. Certainly, day camp is the gateway to resident camp. So if you're looking for a day camp, logistics is important. Okay, we have busy lives, mom and dad working. So, you know, what is close? What provides transportation? Who has early pickup and drop off? Do they have extended hours? So I think logistics in today's world is super important for people. And then, you know, there's a level of quality that you're looking for. And, you know, it does relate to what a camp costs generally. So, you know, you can go to a nonprofit camp that is is relatively cheap. There's town rec programs. There's plenty of YMCAs and such out there and religious programs that are that are relatively affordable. But then there's private programs. If you're looking for a real more high end experience with more experienced teachers and staff and customer service related to that. And then there's the what kind of program are you, are you looking for? You know, I went to camp. I went to a town rec program first, and we made a whole lot of those, like, potholders on the looms. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, um, yeah. I, you know? I've been there. Yeah. You know, it really wasn't that extensive. And then I ended up going to a camp that had, like, water skiing and tennis and things like that. So there's a wide range of what you can be looking for quality-wise. A lot of people are going to camp looking for an enrichment kind of experience, right? You know, that, that summer, I don't want my kid to lose that learning thing from school, right? But then there's some people that see camp as more of an antidote to modern society where, you know, school's teaching for the tests, parents are busy getting home late. We used to just go outside and play and learn a lot about life by doing that. Well, now, I mean, I live on a really beautiful cul-de-sac. It's like a ghost town. Nobody's out there because everyone's in their basement staring at their screens, right? Mm, Sad, right? (laughs) So camp can be that place where kids learn the social skills, the relationship skills, the character skills that we all want in our children, but we don't have the time 
to give them, and schools are too busy teaching for the test. Getting back to the whole enrichment thing, which is another aspect, you're seeing more and more of these specialized camps. That There's drama camp, there's even a Shakespeare camp, certainly there are a lot of STEM camps. Let's talk about those. Yeah, and- there's a NASCAR camp out there. Really? There's a space camp down in, in Florida, if you wanted to go for that. So yeah, there's all types of stuff. I think that my camp is a traditional camp, mm-hmm. and the traditional camp has actually become the specialty camp now. That's the rarity because there's so many specialty camps. I shout out to the karate schools and I'm sure Franklin Institute has a great camp and all these like institutions, the zoo has a camp, right? Everybody's got a camp. Okay. But I think that people should really consider the traditional model of kids playing outside with one another like we all used to back in the day. Unstructured play, playgrounds, sandboxes, things like that, and stuff that you don't normally get to do at home. So like, I can appreciate that, you know, the world needs more computer programmers and and STEM is really important and great. And STEM is a really popular activity at my camp. But kids are suffering from, they call it uh, outdoor deficit disorder, right? (laughs) Like they just, you started off so eloquently, Lorraine, all right, about your childhood. And that is such an important thing. Kids just don't go outside that much. And I got to tell you, we're doing really well getting kids from Philadelphia to come out to the suburbs to our camp because I feel that people that live in Philly really get it. Because they've decided to live in Philly. They know that, you know, outdoors is a little nuts, right? So they will pay to get their kids out into into the outdoors in the summer. I think that people that live in the suburbs in these nice little McMansion developments and such, they're the ones that really got to think about it. They live in, in an area that has outdoors and such, but they don't have a park across the street. The kids don't walk to school. They don't actually get that outdoor kind of experience that we all got as kids. Maybe they're a little worried about things. I don't know. But camp, a traditional model camp, I think is really something to be considered. I think that's very true. And, and I also know that there was always an opportunity. To, it was my opportunity, actually, to get my first job. I was uh, a counselor in training, yep. uh, and I, used to, I got a chance to get a little responsibility, and it was really a great experience. Um, so it's really kind of, in a way, kind of a gateway for young people to get experience in work and all the responsibilities of being a, jo- a person with a job and responsible for other people. Thank you for validating the camp job, Lorraine. It is so true. Working at a camp is workforce development like you can't get anywhere else. You know, one of my friends said on a, on a Forbes podcast recently, if you can take care of a group of third grade boys, you could do most anything. <laughs> Right. I mean, taking care of other people's children in an outdoor situation where there's no walls around you and such that takes leadership skills beyond most anything that they'll ever experience in life. We talked to a lot of accomplished people. Michael Eisner, for one, came and spoke to the camp industry a bunch of years ago. Mm. Um, A bunch of real accomplished people that say they really learned how to manage people, how to be a leader at camp because camp puts you out of your comfort zone. Right. I talked to a lot of parents who have never been to camp before, I try to explain it to them. And I say, remember when you went to college the first time and you were alpha on your own and you had to make friends on your own, you had to figure out how to do things and that stuff? Well, you're not on your own at camp. There's plenty of people helping you, but they start out as strangers and you have to build those relationships. And that is just such an unbelievable life skill that we all need, which, by the way, employers and universities are saying kids lack now more than ever. Absolutely. They look for people who have those soft skills, that ability Mm. to connect with other individuals and to problem solve with other people in the room. And that is what that, you know, face-to-face contact, you really can't find any great substitute for that. Now, that is camp, baby. uh, You just defined it. You're a camp guy. You're into (laughs) camp. uh, Did you go to camp as a kid? 
I did. I said I went to the town rec program oh, for right. most of my years. It. But then my dad came home one day and said, you and your brothers are going up to the mountains in the Berkshires for eight weeks. And I went kicking and screaming and had two of the greatest summers of my life. Ah, that sounds amazing. So, yeah. yeah, that's that's the great thing, too, is it really gives you the opportunity to see what it's like to be on your own. It's sometimes a little tricky transitionally because, you know, homesickness, etc. But once you're into the swing of things, it's really great to be able to be on your own, get some independence. And I mentioned that I went kicking and screaming, right? Right. I think that's an important factor. I think that parents nowadays, they, let me ask my child what they want to do. I get a lot of that, Right. right? Well, guess what? You're smarter than your kid. You know better. And if you know sending them off to camp is going to teach these wonderful things that you're talking about, then my goodness, do it. Okay? Yeah. Like you said, they may get a little homesickness, whatever. But anytime anyone's in a new situation, you get that kind of stuff. And guess what? The more you do it, the better you get at it. Right? You know who our most well-adjusted kids are at camp? Kids who go into daycare at three weeks, right? (laughs) Military kids who have lived in seven towns, right? Right. (laughs) They're such great people, people. Right. They're so great at adapting and making relationships and communicating with people. The kid that's been the little veal all their life and has never really gotten all these experiences. Those are the kids that are going off to college and not making it through their freshman year. Mm. Those are the kids that are not getting their first couple of jobs and then, you know, moving in at home for the next 10 years and stuff like that. Camp is an opportunity for kids to learn these skills that are going to the wayside. There is an accreditation program. You were part of that as Mm. well, president of the American Camp Association. So how do people find accredited camps? Great question. Well, if you're just looking at camps, you just sort of walk past a camp, there's a camp. Um, If they're smart, they'll have the the American Camp Association accreditation logo on their materials, on their signs, on their front door, that kind of thing. But an easy way for you, if you're listening right now at home and you're near a computer, you can go to acacamps.org and go to find a camp and you will find ACA accredited camps that way. So there's about, you know, people say there's about 12,000 summer camp programs. And like we're saying, there's all kinds of camp programs out there, right? So there's 12,000 camp programs in the country, but there's only about maybe 1,200 American Camp Association accredited camp programs. And what the ACA does is really give you a seal of approval. Right. That they're hitting a bunch of standards. And by the way, they're inspected by other camp directors. So they can't really make stuff up because other camp directors are coming in saying, wait, this is the way to do it. Right. The Board of Health has their own standards to, to have a camp. So you and I can build a camp right here in this iHeartRadio studio. Right. And we'll call it Camp Lorraine and Andy. We can do that as long as we have a box of Band-Aids and some ice packs. Like we can do it. OK. But the Board of Health. But to be an ACA accredited camp, it's a much longer list of things that you need. Yeah. Well, that's great to know. Now, if people want to know about your camp in particular, which is Liberty Lake Day Camp. It's got a Liberty great Lake. song. You have a great song? Oh, heck yeah. Oh, well, I, I think great I might have song. to make you a, a oh. sing a few bars. Well, it's also on YouTube, folks. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, Liberty Lake Day Camp, it's a, ha- it's a half hour outside of Philly. It's in Burlington County, New Jersey. And we get kids from five counties in New Jersey plus Philly and Lower Bucks. So people travel far. People literally get on a bus for an hour, some of them, to come to us. Um, we have a very unique program where the kids choose their own schedule. And uh, our focus is teaching character skills and life skills and making people into better people. Well, that's a wonderful goal. And I want to thank you so much for giving us some tips. And it's not too late to start looking for camps, although, you know, there's a lot of... Late. It's getting late. So you better hurry on 20 up. days from today, my camp opens. Lane. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, you better get on the stick and, and look at what the camps are that are available, that are accredited. Certainly, the Liberty Lake Day Camp in Columbus, New Jersey is one such camp. ACACamps.org. Yes. Find a camp. You have an enthusiastic 
camp owner, Andy Pritikin, former president of the American Camp Association, currently owner of the Liberty Lake Day Camp in Columbus, New Jersey. Thank you so much for joining us, and I'm going to let you off the hook. You don't have to sing the camp song, but I guess you can go on YouTube, right? We Just... love Liberty Lake Day Camp. <laughs> There's That's the last part of it. Yes. Oh, very good. Thanks, Lorraine. Uh, that, I appreciate you I, having I, me. I feel very fulfilled now. Thank you so much for joining us today. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Lorraine Ballard-Morrill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.